What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Little Agile, the podcast dedicated to bringing you agile concepts from across the industry. I'm your host, BP, as always, and today we're going to talk about Lean UX. A lot of you have been asking me about Lean UX, how it applies, how we can use it, can you explain it in simple terms, and guess what? I'm happy to do so. As always, Please review this podcast and also give us a share. Share it with your friends, share it with your colleagues, share it with any individual you think would benefit from a simple, straightforward, agile podcast. Let's get to it, Lean UX. So those unfamiliar with Lean UX, it essentially stands, not essentially, it does stand for Lean User Experience. It's a design methodology and it's rooted in the the tailoring the experience around end user of a product or service. It borrows principles from agile development process and it puts a heavy emphasis, a heavy emphasis on rapid iterative cycles to be able to cultivate and to be able to refine the user experience. In the uh, the central philosophy around this, it, it's grounded in real feedback and real observations rather than pursuing the perfection of a solution from the onset. And you probably know from experience that you can't pursue the perfection of a solution because it stops feedback in process. So we want to think of Lean UX is a rough sketching or a rough draft before committing to the final painting. It's about iterating with the foundational concept and then progressively enhancing it. So essentially, there is a Lean UX loop that starts with a benefit hypothesis, then collaborative design, then the minimal marketable feature or MMF and then implementation to evaluation and then it cycles all the way back through until we get to a truly lean UX design that the customer truly wants. We're going to start with benefit hypothesis. Formulating a benefit hypothesis or essentially a well-educated guess on potential beneficial features is key. We want to brainstorm and we want to recognize impracticability of arriving at the perfect solution instantly. And we want to be able to figure out what features would truly extract maximum benefit out of this product that we're building or this project. And we want to get continuous feedback. So we really want to brainstorm what are the large benefits out of this? What is the hypothesis we're trying to extract out of these benefits? What are we looking to see? And then we move into collaborative design, which is essentially just teamwork in design. We want to have designers and teams that are working on the project collaborate and assemble together. We want individuals from diverse backgrounds like business owners, architects, agile teams, designers, whoever, to come together and to work together to collaborate on this design based on the previous step, the benefit hypothesis. We want to encourage synergy in the work environment and we want ideas to be able to 
meet expectations of what we got out of the benefit hypothesis and we work together to get that. Then we want to create a useful feature or a minimum or minimal marketable feature. We want to develop a team consensus post establishing a sound hypothesis. So we want to have a simplified yet value adding feature that doesn't cost a lot of money up front, but is be but is able to fulfill the benefit hypothesis with the minimal amount of features required. So we can test that hypothesis. And we want to adopt a gradual building process, we want to be able to facilitate learning and also readjustments along the way. And that being said, we go to our final step, which is implementation to evaluation. We want to ensure the MMF or minimal viable feature isn't the terminal point. We want to deploy methods like user interaction, feedback using surveys, A-B testing, and other versions of evaluation criteria. And then we want to be able to provide trial runs for the product so we can gather learnings and figure out how we want to improve and also validate. Did we validate our, our hypothesis? Yes or no? If so, do we want to persevere, go back to more benefit hypothesis, that first step, and add to our product? additional benefits that our customers are asking for, or if we did not fulfill the benefit hypothesis or validate the customer, how do we do so? Do we want to continue down that path or do we want to make a separate path and pivot to a new spot that customers are longing for? So that, in a nutshell right there, that's lean UX and it's directly applied in agile concepts, including the scaling frameworks like safe, or like large scale scrum. So you really want to shift to a culture of perpetual learning and progression, progression, sorry, with expert teams, with a collaborative nature that we continue to build upon what we've learned or to pivot on what we learned using Lean UX. And that's it. That's all the episode today. As always, please review, please share, and I'll talk to you soon.